This is Lori Forster, the wine coach. We're back with the sipping point. And Chris, my producer, is yes. with me. This is the segment where we answer your questions. I finally get some airtime. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you're sitting out there and you have a question about wine, beer, spirits, yeah. or just about Chris or I, <laughs> we're here to answer. Well, I'm about five foot eleven oh, and nice. uh, dropping some pounds for the wedding, so I'm getting there. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> you can email us at radio at thewinecoach.com with your question Mom and you just on the beach. might be on yeah. the air. <laughs> uh, I love pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> I like Moscow Oh, mules. no, I'm singing. I've had too many sips of the week. Okay, here's our question of the week. This All is right. from Susan, and she's actually in Amityville, New York. You the know, people horror. listen to the show on iTunes and in my free app. But her question is, what makes a wine sweet? Huh. Now, I don't think she means sweet, like awesome sweet. <laughs> Super sweet. This is sweet. Like the taste sweet. But what makes it taste sweet? And I love this question because at first glance, it seems like a very, very simple, basic, simple yeah. question. But there's a, a language dialogue piece that I need to make a distinction here. Okay. I used to work at a large, the largest wine store in Manhattan. Okay. And when people, cons- meaning consumers, wine drinkers come in, sometimes they use the word sweet to mean fruity. Right. But in the wine world, there's sweet means there's actual residual sugar or sugar in okay. there, right? That's leftover. That's not fermented. Okay. So I'll back up for a second. Somebody might ask for a Chardonnay and they're like, oh, I like a sweet Chardonnay. Hmm. <laughs> no, Chardonnays are dry. dry so okay. what they might, I would say, oh, do you mean fruity or do you mean sweet like sugar? Right. I'm like, oh, no, no, not like sugar. I, I mean fruity, fruity, like lots of fruit. Which is a totally different thing. When we make wine, we take grape juice, okay. which is full of lots of sugar. Yes. And we use yeast to create the process of Fermentation. fermentation. And the fermentation takes that sugar and makes it into alcohol. Right. When we're making sweet wines, what we'll do is sometimes stop the fermentation okay. before all of that sugar converts to alcohol. Okay. That leaves real sugar, sugar. sweetness okay. in the wine. All right. Now, there are some cheapy, cheapy bulk wines where they just load some sugar in there. I'm not right. talking about those. I'm talking about- The ones the, that come in a box? Yeah, the quality <laughs> stuff that we have on the show. So they'll just stop the fermentation via changing the temperature, okay. which can stop. Or with for, uh, fortified wines like port or sherry. Which I love port. Yes. They'll actually add brandy or right. a grape spirit, neutral spirit to the wine, and that stops the fermentation. So you have higher oh, alcohol okay. because of that spirit- but also the sugar left over for okay. the sweetness. All right. Does that make sense? It does make sense, yeah. All right. So how do you, add, if somebody comes in and asks for a fruity, we know how you add the sweetness to a wine. Do you just do they just marinate fruit in the whatever, oh, in whatever they're doing that there? That is a great question because I get that one all the time too. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm smelling my wine, I'm tasting my wine, and I get cherries or in it. Or raspberries or something like do that. Do they yeah. actually put the cherries and raspberries right. in there? No. It's just via fermentation that these alcohol esters and molecules are created that mimic the smells and tastes. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. And I think we talked about this on another show before. How can you have a carton of milk that when it's fresh smells so good and when it's spoiled- Smells so disgusting. Fermented. Yeah. Smells so different. Yeah. And 
Luckily, with grapes, when it ferments, it smells better. (laughs) (laughs) But not so with milk. Oh, yes. But you know what I mean? Fermentation radically changes. Changes. Yes. So if you like sweet wines, there are variations of sweet. Okay. You have semi-sweet or off-dry. Okay. And those are things like Rieslings that have a little bit of sweetness. Right. On into your more dessert wines. Right, right. Right. And then your fortified wines that we talked about that also have sweetness even within the category of say sherry you have some sweet sherries like cream sherries uh-huh. and then some drier sherries like fino sherries okay so it's it's all sort of a graduation but i love this kind of question because sometimes we're afraid to ask these more simple, simple sounding questions, questions yeah. because you know like people say Oh, what makes red wine red? Right. You know, why is the sky blue, right? Well, red grapes don't always make red wine. You can make white wine out of red grapes. Fascinating. But the color compounds in the skin, when you leave it with the juice during fermentation, will give that red wine its color and make it truly red. And it also gives it all the great polyphenols, tannins, and other things that we love. But I think kids always ask really simple questions that sometimes you don't have an answer for because you go, you know what? I never thought of that. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) And the same thing with wine. I think you should always, if you think of it, better to ask. I'm I'm okay with making a fool of myself if I'm going to learn more. Anything about the wine world, (laughs) that is very complex. It's true. It's true. So if you have a simple Mm -hmm. or complex question and you want to be on The Sipping Point, just email us at radio at thewinecoach.com and we're going to be right back on The Sipping Point. You're listening to The Sipping Point. This is Lori Forster, The Wine Coach. We have had fun with three amazing summer wines from Wine World in Abington, Maryland. You want to check them out. We had a Gruner Veltliner, a great Oregon Pinot Noir. Yum. Yeah, all three were really good today. And the Ball Buster from Australia. I'm a big fan of that wine. It was very tasty. I love everything about it. The name and the taste. (laughs) It's got an attitude with it. But all three wines are going to be featured at my upcoming Something to Wine About Wine and Comedy Show at the Vandiver Inn in Haver de Grace. August 8th starts at 6.30 Tickets are going fast, but it includes, Chris, I think I told you, a reception wine and hors Mm d'oeuvres, the hour-long show, comedy, games, singing. We're going to have a blast. And dinner. All the wine tastings during the show. Yeah. And then dinner with the same wines paired. Wow. For 69 bucks. That's an amazing deal. They're nuts, but that's why I love them. Yeah. And then on the 13th of August, I'm going to be in the Big Apple at the City Winery doing the same show if you want to take a little trip. To New York. To New York City? Oh, come on. Wednesday, Wine Wednesday in New York. You give me some tickets to Aladdin, we call it a deal. Ah, (laughs) I know, right? Anyway, check it out. But if you want to stay closer to home, my recommendation... The Oregon Grill. You know it. I know They it. got that patio open. If it's in the evenings when it cools off, it's a great place so to nice sit house. outside. Yeah. It really is. We had a great time at our last Oregon Grill Women's Wine event, which mark your calendar. Our next one is going to be October 2nd. Okay. Yeah, we figure everybody's busy with the summer, and guess where? We're going to travel by glass. Uh, let's see, you did Italy, you did, you've did. you done Spain. Italy and France. And France. Now, now we're, we're going, going to Australia. I was going to say Australia. The, I asked the ladies, we had a full house last time, where was the destination they wanted to go? And Australia was their most favorite. Wow, okay. So we're going to tour Australia by glass, paired with the amazing food. I mean, last time we had some great seafood. They have the pan-fried rockfish. Delicious. They've got the dry-aged beef. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it's not just dinner. They've got great lunch. And brunch on Sundays. Just go for like a two-hour lunch. Yeah. It's the summer. <laughs> you deserve it. Treat yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself. Or you do that brunch with the bacon-infused vodka. You had me a bacon. Every night they have specials in the bar. It's a great time. Go to theoregongrill.com or call them at 410-771-0505. Next week, we're going to be back to explore the recipe for a delicious life. I anxiously await those moments. <laughs> you can listen to the show again in my free app for iPhone and Android. Just go to thewinecoach.com. You can click on events or click on the app. Special thanks, as always, to Sheehy Lexus of Annapolis, Wine World, Highland Wine and Spirits, and the Oregon Grill.